Welcome back to the A to Z Golfing Podcast. In this episode, we have part two with our interview with Emily Sobot. Here, we talk about women's golf and the Women's U.S. Open. We talk about predictions for the Tour Championship, Solheim Cup, and a little bit of the Ryder Cup. Finally, we finish out with Andy getting a big moss putting green, working on his favorite part of the game. Thanks for joining us, and the show starts now. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about, we kind of brought it up in the last episode. I was talking a little bit about match play and I'm, I'm like a gearhead about it. Like I'm a golf nerd about the Ryder Cup and the Solheim Cup. The first, that was actually the first event I ever went to was when the Solheim Cup was at Rich Harvest Farms. Mm. Um, I'm curious, do you follow women's golf like exclusively or do you do you follow both? I mean, I know we kind of have our jokes in the, in the, in the group chat and I'm always sending videos of, you know, Michael and, you know, Jordan talking to himself and stuff like that. But kind of give me an idea of what you, sort of trend towards in the golfing world? I, I just love to watch it, right? Okay. Like, and I love to root for, you know, the American women, right? Because I think that candidly, I, I think that they had, you know, a little bit of a, a an uphill battle, right? Because the international talent has been so, so strong for so long. For so long, yeah. And, you know, that, which is awesome, right? Like, you love to see just competition in general, but there's something to be said about, like, rooting for people that, you know, you feel relatable to, right? So, like, rooting for, you know, and gosh, I mean, when you look at like the Corda sisters, like how f- they're, they're not my age, right? Like, but like you feel like they're more peers, right? Of like, okay, that's a, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. that's a girl I can relate to, right? Or like Elizette, Lizette Salas. Uh, yeah. I love, I love Lizette Salas. She's one of my favorites. I love Nellie Corda. I mean, I, I do, I follow, yes, I, I'm looking at the leaderboard every weekend for the LPGA, just seeing what's going on, cool. right? Seeing who's, you know, seeing who's hot, seeing who has a hot day. You know, I'll text Ashley or text Meg or even Jess, like, did you see, see what Nellie did today? Like, uh, I think it was the KPMG women's PGA where Nelly almost, you know, knocked it in uh, with for an albatross from like 240 or something right, yep. and like nestles it right up there with a kicking like kicking eagle and just like oh my god like it's unbelievable yeah um the olympics were awesome but i do like every weekend i'll, I'll be checking do i watch it do i and, and even even the pga like i don't i'm not a like a you know like wedded to watching golf right yeah. but like i follow it all every weekend right follow it all on twitter insta you know the, the pga the pga tour apps um and just have a real rooting interest and i'll be i'll watch i'll be watching the solheim cup this weekend i'm, I'm jacked for it oh yeah i'll be watching it yeah i mean it's depending on work or playing golf on the weekends it's hard so i'm trying to like catch up on stuff but the run that uh nelly's on is just i mean you don't see a lot of those i mean it, it kind of brings me back to uh jatana guard when she mm-hmm. went on her run mm-hmm. but she is just in every event and one of the questions i wanted to ask you i'm subject change we we talked a little bit about it i watched the women's u.s open mm-hmm. and i said a comment to andrew how is it that the USGA decides to make a golf course so tough for women, but yet one male will speak out about the rough length at the men's U.S. Open, and they cut all the grass down. I'm watching the women. You couldn't hit out of the rough at, uh, I, uh, it was in Seattle. At the women's U.S. Open? Yeah. The Olympic Club. The Olympic Club. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I've watched the men's U.S. Opens, and I can't make it hard. Like, And, I mean, for the women, not that they don't score the same way that the men do, because mm-hmm. they do. Like, they they 
they they kill it. They absolutely do. But I'm watching some of the best players in the world having to hit sand wedges out of the rough to get back into play from like 156 yards out because they can't get to the green. But then I'm watching the men's events and the rough is like, oh, we can play out of it. We need to be able to play out of it. Well, because the men, I feel like the men, if they can't hit a par five and two, they cry. regardless of where their tee shot lands, then that's an issue, right? Like they want to have a shot. Now, you know, you and I kind of talked about this a little bit on Saturday yeah. at, at the Harborside event. In general, like women, we just play, right? Like mm-hmm. we're not, it, to us, like it feels like if we if we talk about tee boxes or yardages or conditions, then it's like, well, you're, you're a woman, right? Like just, just, you know what I mean? Like you're just, just be happy to be here, right? Like, so, you know, if, if I, if I, if I'm going specifically to the Olympic club in the women's U S open, I'm not shocked. Cause like we go out, like maybe we talk about it to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and like conditions are the conditions, right? And I, I bet you like, that's kind of what they were doing, right? Like, okay, we go out, the conditions are the conditions. Um, the dog is stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Our mask. Well, we've got the first, we've got the first Eakin intro. Here we yeah. go. There, the dog is released. Yeah, there he is. Uh, he doesn't have enough things to do. It's fine. to get in the way. Um, but like, they just, I, I bet you that's what they were doing. They were just going out there and playing, right? Like yeah. they just go out and play, you know, if somebody asked them about it, they're probably going to say, yeah, it's tough. And I didn't really, I don't, I can't remember some of the interviews off the top of my head from that week, mm-hmm. but like, they're just going to do it. Right. Like, you know, you think about, um, you know, we go, if, if we go play at like a corporate, uh, charity function, right. Or a scramble and like women play from the forward tees and, um, because yet you got to account for, you know, all skill sets. And then, you know, we win and it's like, oh, well, you know, you play from the forward tees, yeah, right. It's so like, you right. get it, you get it from that. Like, and which is, you know, to be honest, and this is what I, what we talked about of can, can I play from 6,300 yards? Yeah, I can, I can do it, but I'm not going to, you know, be able to hang with you guys. Right. Like, yeah. you know, you gotta, like, you gotta think about it. And somebody explained it to me, which I never, maybe it's my own, like non, I mean, I was just naive to this fact, but somebody said like, if you're playing with two guys, we actually at the Sand Valley cup, this happened and we hit, you know, we hit off a par five and if they have a six iron to try to get on in two, we, sh- and we hit both a good drives, we should have a six iron to get on in yep. two, Right. So like, so that's how you could tell. And like at that particular event, there was a couple holes where the T's like, there's just no point. Like, why are you even moving us up? You know, we're hitting, you know, three woods to try to lay up and these guys are hitting six irons to get on it too. Right. Yeah. So like, so that, that was like a good estimate for me of like, okay, like what would really represent something, you know, fair to make it competitive. Now, with that being said, you know, the other thing you got, you got to balance attracting more women to the game. Mm-hmm. Right. And you got to balance making it competitive. Right. So like, I think that, you know, for our group in particular at AM golf, right. Like that, like 55 to 57 is a good sweet spot to keep, you know, to, to keep it competitive. So, I mean, it's fun when you see women on the leaderboard, right? Oh, I, like, I, I love it's, it's, it. It's a ton of, it's a ton of fun. And it. like, and also too, because like, there's a lot of guys, not you guys that would be like, Oh my God, I can't believe women, women, we can't lose to chicks. But that makes it fun. Yeah. right? Yeah. That, that makes, I think, I think, you know, that makes it, that, Does that motivate you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was, I mean, we met uh, the first real competitive event that Megan uh, actually allowed me to play in with her was the San Valley cup last year. And there were 60 uh, people, 30 teams. And there was 58 men and right. we won. And, yeah, and, that's, and it was awesome. That's and, it. Like, and it was, and it was awesome. Right. So like, but I think, but you, you know, we're not, that's not going to deter us from playing. Right. No, like, no, no, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we would, it's, it's fun to try to make it competitive. Mm. So, and, but it's back to your question about the Olympic club and those conditions, 
yeah, I mean, women, they're just going to go out and do it. Right. Like they're, they're so happy to like, and it's, this sounds terrible. Like they're happy to be there. Right. Like, and the spotlight on the LPGA is growing, you know, Michelle, we, even though she hasn't been playing, has been mm. doing an amazing job at promoting the, yes. sp- the sport in the game. You have studs like the Olympics, you know, for Nellie Corda and Xander Shoffley for both of those guys for, mm. for USA golf. That was amazing. Um, so I think that that's, you know, they're, they're doing their part in other ways. Right. Do you think they're enjoying the game more than the men? Um, or just in general? I don't yeah, know. Just, yeah. I, I think, I think so. Like you see, like, you know, if you follow Twitter and Instagram and you see what, you know, some of these things, I mean, and obviously like, you know, social media, what people put out on social media is not always, you know, the, the reality. Right. But like, it feels like, you know, they enjoy their travels. They also like a lot of these women, you know, over the last month between the ones that went to the Olympics, they had the women's British open, the Scottish open. They had, you know, so there are some of these women that have been on the, you know, in doing international travel for seven, eight weeks without a week off. Right. right. And you got to remember too, like, you know, the pay scale is still not equal too. So nope, they can't, they, they can't afford to just ditch out on nope, a week. Right. right. So like so they, they got to do that, but you can tell like they've been, they're grinding hard. Right. Well, and I think, I think that is one of the things that I think a, a, a lot of guys that watch golf, I think if they're real golfers, like if they truly understand it, I respect the grind mm-hmm. like wholeheartedly because professional golf. And I, and I take a look at some of the guys that like, I follow, like I, I love Rory McIlroy. I just do. Right. And there's been times and he's, and, and I love the fact that he's come out and he's been candid about it where he's like, listen, there's some times where I just, you know, I'm out here because the guy's got, you know, $400 million in the bank, right? And to your point, a woman grinding out there who might get $4,000 or $6,000 has to do it every single week. And I, and it's funny because I followed a lot of like Symmetra Tour players or women trying to make the Symmetra Tour. You want to talk about a grind. You yeah. want to talk about a, a, the smaller tours trying to just get an opportunity and then still needing support from community yep. to be able to like get through an entire season. It's, it's just crazy. And it, and it, and that was kind of why I asked you that question, because the, the thing that I thought about was I remember hearing the audio from Danielle Kang when she hit a ball into the right rough on 18 and the fairway is banked that way. And she was literally sitting there. I think she had like 130 yards and she's literally saying, I don't even think I can get a lob wedge on this. And I'm watching the U S open two years ago where uh, Bryson is basically saying, I'm just going to hit it all over the place and I'm going to find it and I'm going to hit it on the green. To me, it's that's not fun to me. What's the case in point? If we just is this just happened this past weekend with the BMW Championship? Oh, it's right. just, and you talk about yeah. you, know, you remember last year at at, at Olympia Fields, mm-hmm. right? And like, you know, as a as a Southsider, right, born and raised on the South Side of Chicago, and I just freaking loved it, right? That yep. course just ate those guys up, and so you know, but what did they do? They complained, right? Oh, like yeah. now they loved like a lot of like Rory would talk about how great that how great the course was. So did DJ, so did Rom, because obviously Rom won it last year. But like if you look at the stats just from last year to this year it was like a 1200 shot swing versus yeah. over par total strokes over par versus under par and so it's like what did the wga do right so the wga runs the bmw championship so they they, they were already obviously slated to go out to caves valley but like okay fine here 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 guys here's your playground go yeah. have fun make yourselves you know you know the guys just need to have their backs padded and and you know hands held to the make ego them stroke make, yeah, and make them feel better i mean that's you know that's the bottom the bottom line first event since the 2011 northern trust where every single person was under par 
Oh wow! This past weekend at the BMW. Wow. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm always going to be old fashioned. I want to see the grinded out. I want to see you know. You want to see like a pl- or minus four. Or five, well, I, I just it? think when you when you're the USGA and you come out and you say that the U.S. Open is supposed to be the event that determines who the best golfer in the world is at that time, it should not be easy. It should be a true test of everything that you have. Even if you hit every single fairway and you miss six greens, those six greens that you miss, you need to be able to figure out how you're going to chip the six best chips of the week. Like, and that's how it should be. And that's why I was, I was sitting there watching. I was more engaged in the women's U S open this year because of how hard it was. And I'm watching them and I'm watching them have to strategize how to play par fours, having to hit a ball to 70 yards and then where to hit it on the green and do all those things. And then I watch the men and it's like, they're 230 yards out on par fours and they're able to get a six iron through the grass. Like you shouldn't be able to get a six iron through yeah. the grass. Right. You you can't have it both ways. You, you know, it's um when we went to Conway, when we did the member for a day at Conway, they're doing the bunker renovation. Mm. Uh, nine holes this year, nine holes to start the uh, next year. It's some expansive project and it's all to get them to come back. Yeah. Like you think about that. You think about. They the, tore that course up too. Oh, I know. The millions yeah. of dollars that has to go into these golf courses. The players say the players raved about Conway, but they, they just. Yeah, Fury destroyed, destroyed it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and it, I think that's like they're, they're moving the first hole back so you can't drive it. Then they're tweaking a couple greens and then they're doing the bunkers. But it's like you have to do all this stuff. And it's like go play Beth Page Black, grow the grass to 11 inches in the second cut, and then, and then come back. But then to your point about what you said is the players will go to them and then the players' representatives will say, well, we're, we don't want to go back there this year, so find something else. And don't play in the U.S. Open. I, I, yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I feel like like these guys make a ton of money, right? They're the best in the world. You know, either don't complain about it or don't come, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like that's... I mean, but then like what... And then, and I think that's the thing is like they, they have an open mic to complain about it, right? And then I respect the women so much because you don't hear that. Yeah, because what they say to the women is if, you know, like at a course, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to complain about our course? Well, we're not going to offer you to come back here, right? Like, you know what I mean? So ba- basically like what the NCAA did. Sure. I mean, I mean, that was, yeah, that, that was thing. a debacle. It, w- it was, but the, 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 what came out of it was yes. really great. And I think that that will end up being a really good thing for, for women's college. Oh, golf. totally. Yeah. And I think that that's, I mean, there's a ton there and like even the Curtis cup was this past weekend for mm-hmm. the, that's the, um, the amateur, essentially the amateur Solheim cup for yep. women, for women. And like, you see names on there, like Megagani, who was the, the girl that played really, really well to Stanford. She's at Stanford. She played really well in the U S open. She was hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, you start, you know, you, you get to see that a little bit. And so, you know, and I know I, I probably take more interest in the average person, but like, I was interested in that. Right. So like, yeah. you know, and like who else was there anyone that played in that barstool classic uh, event that was designed the Curtis cup team? Cause it's collegiate players and then other, other amateurs. But you know, that I think that that, that will be good. That, that comes out of, I think that that's what the women still think, unfortunately is, is that, okay, well, if we complain, they're not going to have us back. Right. Like if we were to say something negative about the Olympic club or how long the rough was, well, the Olympic club isn't going to offer to host an LPGA yeah. event anymore. And I think, you know, I do think it's getting better. I think the quality in terms of 
just venues and exposure is getting better. I don't, I'm not educated enough on the, you know, the prize money situation. I know it's not, it's not, it's obviously far from equal, but I think that, you know, like I would love to see my dream would be like a two man PGA LPGA event. Like, you know, I would love to see Nelly Corda or Jessica Corda and JT. They're, they're good friends, like team up. I would yeah. love to see, you know, Ricky and, and Michelle, we try to come up to get, watch that. See Ricky Voller and Michelle, we try to knock their cobwebs off and, and <laughs> your boy. Oh, yeah, my boy. Yeah, yeah you're, you won't have his card after next year. So yeah, you yeah, better yeah, hurry yeah. up and get that event yeah, for next year. Yeah, I'll be at all the Corn Ferry events. So, you know, have some of my poop hats, you know? Ain't play but I mean, those. I think, though, like, I think, and I think that stuff could be coming, right? Like, you see, they did an LPGA uh, match play this year at, at Shadow Creek in Vegas. Was mm-hmm. that Shadow Creek? Yes. Yeah, yeah they did that. Yep. They did that in, in Vegas this year. And, like, that was, that was awesome. They'll, mm-hmm. Hopefully, they'll do that again. So I think there's other things that are going to happen. Or you do a Phil Mickelson the match with with some you know with two a PGA player and an LPGA player right like mm-hmm. there's and I think they're willing to do it right like I, it's, you just got to get the you know the right the right people in it and I think they definitely have you know a lot of attention has been put on the Corda sisters and now you sort of have to your point about talking about how the international dominance was it was so severe and it's hard I mean it it, it really is it's hard like when you don't have that USA presence especially being here you know I'm obviously somebody that roots for Europe mm-hmm. right which I love just because of how they grow their game over there. A lot of match play events and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it is really cool to see her step up as the forefront of the LPGA, as an American, as somebody that you can promote, as somebody who plays a lot. Right. It's not like watching the men's side where the guys like look at their whole schedule and they go, I'm going to play 20 times. And then that's it. That's all when you're going to see me. And I commend the men that do go out there and they grind it out and they play 30 weeks and, and stuff like that. But uh, the LPGA for me, it's, it's awesome to watch. I, I love when they go at it. I love when they play the hard courses and they don't and they don't talk down about them. They just play golf. To your point, if we would all do that, if more amateurs would just go out there and play golf instead of trying to figure out if my swing plane is good, if all of this stuff and enjoy it more. I mean, we talk about it all the time. I yeah. mean, it's trying trying to teach him. It's it's one of the things that I've been trying to instill in you is just to enjoy what you're doing. You're going to have bad times. You're going to have good times. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm I'm a 10.3 handicap now. It's okay. I'm, I'll get back to there. That's it. I'm, I'm striking the ball well though four right shots. I'll, I'll tell you, Andy, like, so, you know, the the blessing and the curse of Bannon Dunes is, is you know, I played my, about my average range. Like, I'm like a pretty much a mid-80s player, right? So I did that. Now, we, I stretched the first three rounds and played 62, 6300 with the, with the crew that we were playing with because it was, uh, we were, me and Megan and two other guys. So we all just played the same tees. They played down a tee, we played back a tee. And so, but the problem was is then I put those slopes and ratings in and I went from like a nine two to a seven six. I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 I need my strokes. Right, so I'm showing up at Harbor side of this event. I'm like, bang, I'm like, we have no shot at the net. <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm doing you zero favors today. I'm sorry. Well, you guys finished second there, right? Yeah, we did. We did a little, dis- little disappointed. We gave a couple away, you know, I, and like to your point about like trying to practice, enjoying the game more. Like I get, I still have like the psychopath competitive spirit on, on, in me. And like, you know, Megan is a very good player and I'm really lucky to have her as a partner in these events, but you know, she can't do everything. Like I got to carry my weight. So there was two holes where she got, she got a little wayward off the tee and I was like, all right, it's my time to shine. Let's go. And I bogeyed both of them. So I was like, and those are the two, like we, we lost by one, like those are the two holes. So I took yeah. that a little bit personally uh, and drank three bottles of wine when I got home. Oh, no. <laughs> I was with you guys one time we were up in yeah. the Kohler trip and I loved your banter between you two. Like you guys, you guys tell each other what 
what you think. And oh, you, you, yeah. like, they're like, she's like, you shouldn't take the six iron there. She's like, no. I'm, and you're like, no, you should probably take another more club. And you're like, no, the six iron is good. And then you, you guys went on it for like five minutes talking about what club she should use. And then she finally went to your club and you're like, see, and she's the green. And you're like, yep, I told you you're four. I forgot what yeah, the exact yeah. one was, but I loved it. And I was like, and Berg and I were watching there. We're like, this is the best thing in the world. Like we're just watching. I should have got my phone out and just recorded it to show you guys. <laughs> like it was so amazing. Well, that's funny. It's funny. Cause like people tell us that we're enjoyable to play golf with. And like we get in the car after most rounds and we're like, we're never playing golf with each other. Again. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, we're never, we're never doing this. We're never doing this again. Like, very, very similar to the living situation story. That oh yeah. 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 Very, yeah. very, very good. We're not going to talk. about. No, we won't talk about it. We'll, talk about it. we'll, we'll talk keep about it about up. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. What are, what are some things that you're looking forward to in the next couple of years accomplishing golf wise? Whether it's an accomplishment or places you want to go, give us an idea of, jacked, of what you I'm really jacked about Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think that will be an amazing trip. And like I like I like I said earlier, like about you know thinking about you guys when we were abandoned. Like I'm just excited that it's with this crew, right? Like I'm just really pumped about that. I think that's going to be awesome. I am uh, my 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 home course is Midlothian Country Club. We are starting a bunker renovation project on Tuesday, right after Labor Day. So oh, I'm at it, and the renderings look awesome. They look unbelievable. I'm really really excited about what's going to happen there. That my uh, grandparents remembers at Midlothian. My parents remembers at Midlothian. So, and now I am. So like, it's really cool to just be a part of it. A generation. Uh, yeah. Be, yeah. Be a, be a part of that. So that, that is a very exciting thing. Another exciting thing. So the, just the continued growth up at Sand Valley, like I said, that's my favorite place to go play golf. That's not in Chicago. Uh, they're opening a third full 18 there. It's it's, it's, it's called the Lido. It's going to be private. And I joined it. And so oh, I'm, oh, I'm, whoa, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I think what's your guest. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, you know, it's a, it's really friendly. We can talk about that okay. off, off air. It's actually, it's, it, it's a great guest policy. All you, right. will all, you will all be invited. Yeah. Very nice. so Damn, that, Andrew. Just I mean, I'm, I'm, right hey, in there. It's all good. This is, this, this, you got to do it. You got to get, how else can I get there? This yeah. is, this is your show. We're just a part of it. Oh, you're just, it's you're all, all in my world. <laughs> it's all good. So they're going to have nine holes for preview play next year and it's going to be ready to go in 2023. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty stoked about that. So that covers 22 and 23, um, between those three things from a golf perspective, but you know, and, and in terms of traveling, like, like what's on the wish list, really want to get to Cabot, um, yes. really, really would like to get to Cabot. And, you know, in terms of international, you know, like the, the Irish Ireland, Scotland trip is like, is, is on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am like very infatuated with all the places that I can go here. Right. Like I mm-hmm. love traveling in the U S to, totally. to, to play golf. So do you keep track of all the States? Like how many States have you gotten to, you know, it's funny. Like I, I had a super embarrassing moment last week we took our analysts that at my company out for a scramble and like one of the new kids like who's i probably am like not the most approachable person sometimes like i'm just kind of like in my own world like so i'm probably a little intimidating to approach but this poor kid was just trying to make conversation with me and he saw my water bottle and like a water bottle that had a was from someplace in hawaii and he was like just looked at it he's like so you played golf in hawaii and i was just like no I was like, oh, wait, actually, yeah, I have. So I was like, I was like, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, some poor kids just trying to talk to me. Um, but, like, I'd love to get back to Hawaii to play golf. Like, um, I haven't played all the courses at Stream Song, so I want to get back to Stream Song at some point. You know, I, I haven't – I played the ocean course once at Kiowa. My family goes there every year. And I, it's similar to my first experience at Bandon. Like, it was really, really cool to be out there and play it, but I don't remember many of the holes, so I got to get back there and play. But, you know, and it's also one of those things, like, who knows? Yeah, like, this band 
this last Bannon trip came up with like three weeks notice. It was like, you going to make it happen or not? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. We're doing yeah. it. Yeah. We're doing it. So you said stream song, which uh, courses have you played there? I only have played the black. So okay. uh, yeah, the black is the newest one. And so blue and red are the other two. Right. Um, and so dying to get back, dying to get back there. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be awesome. You guys been there? Either of you? Not, not I have yet. not. Oh, I have not. I've looked at a lot. I've looked at a lot of pictures. Matt went. Robin yeah. Matt went. Gotta get, you gotta get you boys out. I, I know. I gotta get We're out. trying. I mean, we're, well, we're, we're doing so many other things. Yeah. We're trying to like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I know. Trying to pave the way for I hear you. future endeavors. I hear you. All right, so I'm going to ask you for some picks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, give me the... Winner of the tour championship. I didn't look at the the way that the the leaderboards shaking out for the um you know how, the, with how they do the right. scoring. Yep. But God, would I just love JT going into Ryder Cup? I would love for him to just like because he's I just feel like he's been on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Like I would just feel really good, you know, because I wasn't really worried. No offense, wasn't really worried about the Euros until I really started thinking about it. And then you know, like all of a sudden, Sergio comes out of nowhere this weekend, and yeah. I was like, when is he gonna melt down? What? Uh, oh my God, <laughs> You're just waiting he's for not it. melting down. He's not melting down. And then then I was like, okay, well, this could be really fun if Bryson melts down and Sergio wins. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, so, so, you know, cause that, and then all, you know, Poulter will like, you know, give himself like CPR and he'll come alive if, <laughs> if he, if he makes the team. Right. Like, so like, and obviously you got Rom, who's just a total monster and Hovland, like, so like, you know, the Euros, like, I just, you know, I feel like it's shaping up the, the Americans are going into this. So, so cocky in, in my opinion, yeah. and I'm probably wrong on this, but I just feel like they feel like, all right, it's our turf. It's our style. Like we got this, but you know, I was kind of feeling the same way. Um, so with that being said, my tour championship pick, I, w- I would just love to see, I would feel really good about the U S going to the Ryder cup of JT can, you know, just kind of steamroll steamroll people. Yeah. I've been, I've been trying to look a little bit more at who's going to play with who. Right. And I think that, well, everybody on the U S team has beef. Well, and I, I, <laughs> right. except, except for, problem. except for you look up at the logical thing is to put Jordan and, and Justin together. Yeah. Right. And it, it almost seems like it might be that the U S might be at such a disadvantage with the grouping of guys that they might have to split them right. to be able to be able to go with other people because you got the whole Dustin and Brooks thing, Brooks and, and, uh, DeChambeau, DeChambeau. DeChambeau. Yeah. Right. You got all these guys and then you got sort of like the first timers that are going to be in there. Like wh- who are we going to have to play with? And now you got Cantley and DeChambeau. You can't do that anymore. Right. right? So you got all this stuff and then you look over at the Euro side and it's like, okay, you can put Rory with anybody, mm-hmm. but who's going to take Hovland is a big thing because because it's going to be his first time. Matthew Fitzpatrick really has not played well in the Ryder Cup. He only Cup. played in the one, though, in 18. That was his um, first time. Or did he play twice? No, he played twice. He, he played two, 16 two, and 18? He played okay. 16, because 16 was in... Um, Hazeltine. Um, no, 18 was Le Golf National. That's right. Yeah. He, so he was at he was at Hazeltine. Yeah. He was at the first okay, one. Got it. And that was like the Rory had to play with him thing, because it was his first time, and it takes away from it. But now you look at their team, and it's like, who you know, if Sergio L ends up on the team, you put him with Rom, because if you actually go back and you look at when they play together, the two Spaniards, it's like, you just leave them alone. Like yeah. go out there and you two talk to each other in like weird languages and <laughs> stuff like that and hang out. And I think it's going to be really cool. I think it's going to be very hard for, especially Stricker with like his sort of mindset. He's very just like easy going. I, I feel like this is like, do you remember Medina when like, it's M- setting up for that. I don't yeah. know, like when MJ was hanging out, Yeah, you know, just like and Davis love was the captain. Right. But I feel like, like, all right, like from Stricker's perspective, you get these dudes in the, in the team room you bring in Michael Jordan and you bring in Tiger Woods and you bring in Michael Phelps and you tell them to all pull the sticks out of their ass and you're on yeah. the same effing team and you stop this crap right like yeah. you know and 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 I think that they and then will. team some of those those matchups up with each other to see if they can go out there and you know put some some beef behind them yeah like just like 
honestly, like, does Brooks and Bryson really hate each other that much to where they couldn't figure out how to play off each other? When you're on a team, when yeah, exactly. Team, like, give me a break. Like, come on. You, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like both of those I dudes don't. have both of those dudes have leaned. It's into for your country. I, you gotta I, do it for your. Country. I don't know. I don't know if I could see Brooks Kapka waiting there and listening to him talk about every <laughs> single molecule yeah, in the might, air. I mean, might he, throw them off. I mean, literally the anthill that anthill video. Like when he did you see that? Yeah. Like when he was trying to get a rule drop and then uh, that would that's priceless. Yeah, that, that is priceless. Great. That one's but great. I just I think there's gonna be so many, and I'm really looking forward to the Solheim because I don't really follow the European side of the world. I was gonna ask, I was actually gonna ask you that, like, because I I'm assuming you're rooting for the Euros, but I was like, you know, because I, I started looking into it a little bit during the Olympics, right? Because mm-hmm. you got a little bit of a view of, of some of the European um, women in an, isol- in an isolated because the problem, you know, there's such and which is great. What's great about the Solheim Cup, and again, like you know, the international women's talent from you know the Asian Pacific area of the country is super super strong. Yep. But what happens is is like that saturates the Europeans in in a, in a lot of ways, and you're oh, not yeah. quite sure like okay, who who are the studs, right? Because they you know there's so much Asian Pacific talent that they're always in the headlines, right? Mm-hmm. And so like it, it was cool in the Olympics because that could all be kind of separated and filtered out, mm-hmm. so you could kind of see who you would expect. Like um you know obviously you got Anna Norquist and yep. um there was just won the open just yeah. one, yep yep yeah. uh, oh that was that's another cool place I played Silverleaf where that's where Rom and Anna Norquist yeah. and Pat Perez um and Finau they're all members there mm-hmm. awesome place uh yeah. one of our one of our good friends Paula Telt's brother-in-law basically run or well he doesn't run that place but he's a part of that whole like barn organization that like mm-hmm. has all those people going um, yeah unbelievable unbelievable place like Pat Perez was like in the group behind us Anna Norquist is like just like doing her short game practice oh man I'm drinking I'm having a bloody mary at the drive oh, I was like geez. oh <laughs> again not jealous yeah anyway anyway so <laughs> not jealous but, like, I that, love my wife and kids I love them <laughs> that was, but that was like really cool to see at the Olympics like so and then there's um I think it's it's Emily Christine Pedersen who I think is Suzanne's Pedersen's sister I'm not positive I'm not positive they're related but like there's another Pedersen that's in okay. there on the on the European team and then even the women the US women seem like you get to the like last couple of players or names that I don't really know that well either yeah so like you know it's good to see it's it's just it's a good to see those those two teams isolated from the rest of the international yeah so that'll be definitely fun and i have not i don't have enough education on the euros to make an educated pick uh for the for the solheim cup but obviously i would like go usa yeah (laughs) you know on on u.s soil i would like the the u.s women to pull it out i'll admit i i I do not root too actively for the euro women okay just because i i just I, i observe the solheim cup as an event and I love it, and I love watching match play. But there's, there's just still when it comes to the men, you know, and I, I have to, I stay with them. I mean, I don't even know if I'm gonna, if there's gonna be a day go on on the team. I don't think Francesco is gonna make I the team. Think so. I don't think he's in it. Hell no, they're no. not gonna bring him either because he hits the ball well, too short. Have up you there. always rooted for the Euros? Pretty much since you've watched golf. Pretty much. It? Well, I mean, you gotta remember, I didn't start. We've covered this. I didn't start yeah. golf at a very young age. So right. for me, it was I grew up like in the Tiger era, mm-hmm. right? So I yeah. rooted for Tiger. So I didn't even really know what the Ryder Cup was until I started playing golf. And then you start watching it and you start developing a lot of these things. And I loved... I'm a huge fan of the Polters, of the Grinders, of, and then you only really get to see that when the Ryder Cup happens. Yeah. Like, oh, 40 foot putt in alternate shot, and he would do it. Or when him and McIlroy, I think it was 2014, when he hit that ball onto that severe downslope, he literally had his hand, like he couldn't even look at Rory, and Rory was like at a 45 degree angle, hit like some crazy shot to like six feet, and Polter came over and like hugged him and kissed him, and I was like, damn, I was like that, like they're only on the 13th hole, what is going? 
going on? And it's just that's the type of thing that we talked about in the last yeah. episode. Is to me, I just think I just think that is for me watching. That is the that is the best thing, and it's one of the reasons why I love partner golf now. Is because to your point about what you said about the two holes that you played, I'm out there with George this past weekend, and I'm feeling the pressure. We didn't birdie a hole till 17, and like he's, I know he's down in the dumps because we're not birdieing holes, and I'm down in the dumps because we're not birdieing, and I'm like trying to crack jokes to him, and I'm trying to have a good time because I'm trying to keep it loose. I can only imagine what it's like with a hundred thousand people from the opposite country watching you right. play. Like it's gonna be so cool. I've already seen the photos at Whistling Straits, the little tunnel. <laughs> It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I gnarly. got chills, man. I it's got gonna be chills gnarly. looking at some of those pictures. Are you guys going at all? No, because no so the Saturday before we have an event at Highlands of Elgin because okay. of TBC Deer Runs doing a bunker renovation, so we had to move that event to Highlands of Elgin. Got it. And then Hazeltine is the Monday after the oh, Ryder right. Cup, so that's I have right. to drive straight up for that whole thing. So trust me, I I'm gonna miss it. I want to. I'm trying to go play there before they shut the course down. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think uh, it's next week. Not. I, gotta, I know week. somebody. I know somebody playing this week, so it's it's must be next oh, week. Oh, yeah. everybody! For some reason, everybody that I'm following on Instagram, everybody's playing that Everyone's damn course now. right now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? How yeah. are all of you playing this golf course? I saw that the past couple of days too, and I'm like, wow. Well, yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm like, why am I yeah. not up there right now? I know. That's I, my issue with partner golf is is not an issue, but you talk about the pressure of like I I treat every hole like that 13th hole at the Ryder Cup right <laughs> like at every freaking hole like that's my that's my fault so like stay more even keel because it's different right like we're not doing we're not doing match play right yeah but it's still like that's I get so excited about like making putts and like being clutch and like doing what I'm you know envisioning for myself or that I want to do and like so down when I don't mm-hmm. and like it's almost just like I need like a tranquilizer gun <laughs> like, you know like, like when things aren't going perfectly so and, and my playing partner Megan like she is like very much of like next hole next hole next hole like you know and, and doesn't you know, which is why I try to talk so many things out with her, like both for my shots and her shots, because like she'll just like step up and rip it and just, you know, trust her own skills, which she should do. But then there's sometimes like, okay, well, like I don't necessarily like trust myself. So like, why don't we talk about what you're going to do just to make sure that like one of us is actually alive here. You know, you probably heard us when you play with us, like just shut up and let me play. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's so much fun. (laughs) Get that. Make sure you make sure you don't cut that. It was so much fun. Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to. Cut yeah, yeah, yeah. so okay this has been awesome um we really thank you i know you came a long way so you all you know the nothing city. like this the, here's the thing about chicago and the chicago suburbs right like nothing's that far right? it's like 25 miles from the city the right, problem yeah. is is like you know you, neither well neither of you guys are engineers but like the problem is is like our highway systems and our roads like you can't ever get one at the right time right, right like it's no. just you know it doesn't really matter but really it wasn't really that bad yeah, it probably right, took like three I'm, hours to get here and 20 minutes to get home no so it's 50, 55 minutes and you know what like i'm used to being on the road i haven't been on the road but like normally for work i'm driving you know i like honestly driving from chicago to carroll stream to deerfield to mokina in a day is like normal for me oh so really there's oh, wow. nothing oh yeah nice yeah so. i do have a question before we wrap up yeah you can what? ask any ask anything you want yeah, no how have you been trending in your game you've been you've been playing extremely well what is your also your strongest part of your game I, I don't think I you know I, I wouldn't say I've been playing well like I'm been consistently between like an 8 and a 12 like for a long time like since you know for the last probably 7-8 years right the most consistent part of my game like and I'm not like uh, I'm not like a lights out putter but like I'm a 
good putter, right? Like it's rare for me to three putt a green, right? Okay. Like, so like, I'm, I'm not going to make a ton of bombs, like where I, you know, I can step up to a 30 footer and like, all right, I got this, but like, I'm very consistent on the, on the putting surface. Um, you know what that's like, <laughs> what the three putting or the being comfortable on it? No, just putting and being a good putter. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're working yeah. on it. I'm well, working on it. You're working on it. I am working on it. I actually. would like to, I would like to, so like the difference, like, so for USGA events for women, the, you had to have a nine, nine, essentially nine and a half and lower. Right. So like I, I, I played in one mid-am qualifier, uh, shot 99, found a way to hit a ball through a chain link fence. Oh, <laughs> Got an 11 on a hole. Like, so like, you know, talk about like relearning the competitive spirit, right? Oh, like yeah. shot 99, took, took dead last. Um, so like, I would like to be able to do another one of those next year, playing another qualifier there. You know, like I've, and my T-ball's gotten a lot more consistent than it has been. Like where I'm struggling right now is I was telling this to Meg, like second shots, right? Like my second shot game needs to get better so that I'm not trying to get up and down for par. Right. Yep. Like I, you know, because I, I'm ball strike to your point, like I'm ball striking well, but just like, I'm not firing right. Like where I need to be. Right. So, you know, I was, I was working a little bit with a coach last year, probably going to change that up. Uh, not Megan's my Megan's brother's a pro. He's at white pines golf club. If anyone's looking for a yeah. place to go, I'm, I, I, we met him at, um, at Kilborn's. Oh at yeah. Kil- yeah. He, play, he played with Ben. Yeah. Yeah. He played, yeah. he played with Ben at Western. Yeah. yeah. You, met, you met Andrew. Yeah. We saw, yeah. we saw her last name on the bag. Yeah, and I was like, like, what? like, wait a minute, what is going on? And he walked over and he was like, I think, you know, my sister. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, Megan? And he was like, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. she's a stream oh, song or something probably. So, yeah. oh, no, no, no. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what I said. I was like, is she abandoned right yeah. now? He's like, no, no, no. That was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So, but, but he, he's, he, he's out at White Pines now. So he's a lot closer to the city. He used to be on the South side. Um, so I'll probably go back to, you know, let Andrew tell me what to do. That was my home course growing up. Was yeah. White Pines. White yeah. I lived Pines? right over that way. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, he's running. He's he's running the show over there on the on the golf side. And he's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm trying to work on the game. I actually um, reached out to the guys at Big Moss Golf mm-hmm. um, recently, and Tony there, he's the owner and extremely nice guy, Chicago guy. You know, just down to earth. The guy just called me up. And we just started talking for 45 minutes. I'm trying to keep my kids quiet in the background yeah. as I'm talking. To the most owner. Tonys are good people. That is true. I haven't really met a just bad like, Tony. Like, well, um, right. they, they do have some hot tempers, though. I do know that, but false. Tony. Yeah. False, yeah. But the guys at uh, Big Mall, so I was just talking with him, and he, I, you know, I, I got a putting mat from him, and I've been working on it. It's got three different hole sizes. Nice. Um, and he said, here's what y'all want you to do. He's like, take five balls, give yourself a five ball range. You got to make three of them. No matter what you do, you're making three of them. You got to make one in each hole. You got five chances. Mm-hmm. When you start to get better, then you got four chances on it. And it's, it's, it's really been starting to help me out. And I have been starting to roll the ball a little truer and everything. Um, but yeah, if you guys, if anyone's looking, that's bigmoss.com. I mean, it's worked out for me. Use the, use the code true roll and Get yourself a putting green. What? Uh, how'd you How'd you hear about these guys? Um. So actually, it was on the uh, Chicago area golfers. Hmm. Um. Something came up in my news feed about someone was looking for a putting green, and of course, I'm looking for a putting green all the time to try to improve myself. And uh, a guy said, "Big Moss is up in Crystal Lake," and I was like, "Oh, let me, you know, just reach out." And uh, then I went up to their facility up there, just met with them, talked with them, and looked at all this stuff they had. And just the, the guy knows so much about surfaces; it's it's unbelievable. Like nice. I, uh, I had a great time meeting him, and I, I look forward to talking with him more and improving my my putting and uh, just. 
they did a great job with me. Like they sold me for life. Like I'm gonna have one probably in my basement forever. Putting is gonna become the best part of his game. I it's I, coming. I can't wait. Yeah, if somebody can read the damn putts for me. Well, hold on. Yeah, the putting green cannot help me read the putts. So that yeah. that part <laughs> that part is not true. But the 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 five footers that I've been that I struggle to miss, like just for pushing and pulling. I think trust that's me, really I'm me. thinking big moss in my head right now. Yeah, <laughs> I am. You you probably are. <laughs> no, I am. I literally am. Oh man, have I you love qual- it. have you qualified yet? Are you in? I have not. I'm, I'm, I'll be there taking some pictures. I'll be there. All right. All right. So, I, I, well, you guys kind of got your ticket ish. I sure freaking hope so. We were talking. We we're now we're looking at we're looking at some VRBOs. I've, yeah, I've runners up, runners up. I'm I'm sure are getting there, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there's it's there's an allocation for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as soon as the first as soon as the first wave goes, the second wave will go. Yeah. And then, and then so on and so forth. They'll have a certain period of time. And you want us there? Oh, of course totally, I do. Totally, I do. I'm gonna probably hang with you guys for half the round. There you go. Totally. There you go. Yeah, so. you live. <laughs> I'm gonna live podcast. Live, street, live podcast. I'm gonna live podcast and then just take photos, of you guys, the whole time. You guys are gonna have your own personal photo shoot, like I did with Anthony last year. I love it. I love it. I love oh, it. Geez. That means I mean, I need some work on my shoe game. <laughs> yeah. And some work definitely. on the outfits. Got to make mm-hmm. sure I'm all up to snuff. Get it on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, we. I think we can get you all decked out in some good gear. Get yeah. you decked out in some good gear. I'm yeah. ready. I know you are. I'm ready. Always, I'm ready. always yeah. ready. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for yeah, coming this down. Was awesome. This yeah. this was awesome. And and I want to I'm going to get we got to have Megan on. Yeah. And then we got to get the both of you on because oh, that's going to be great. Well, it's it's also like there's certain interviews that we've been doing like where I want them to be on video. Like you and Megan need to be on video for an interview because I feel like you guys just might take over the podcast for a certain period of time. And then Andy and I are just going to like sort of sit here and hang out, and maybe uh, maybe we'll have a whiskey. You don't drink whiskey, but I I'll, I'll, I'll bring vodka next. You'll bring vodka yeah. next. I actually have I had I no, it's, a, it's a Monday, guys. I, I tried to, you know, I just try to curb it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, gotcha. It makes me feel respectable. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. Sounds good. So yeah. you're detoxing from the weekend. <laughs> it's needed. It's needed. So well, we couldn't thank you enough. Thank you for coming yeah. all the way yeah. out here. This was it. a pleasure. We greatly appreciate it. Andrew is going to get started on his recap. Are you going to do the recap again? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll you're going to do the recap. The, the, I, I enjoyed the first one. It thank was you. pretty nice. Yeah, it was pretty short nice. and sweet. It's all I'm looking for. It was. Uh, just hearing your voice just all by itself was yeah, just it was, great, great. It was interesting. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Thank you, everybody, for listening once again, and um, we look forward to uh, the next episode. Oh, also, this is our 10th episode. Is it? Hey, you guess our 10th episode. Oh. Thank, thank oh. you, guys, everyone, for listening for oh. all the time we've been on so 10th far. 10th episode. Hey, I, by the way, before we do finally catch up, yeah. you, how many downloads did we do we, we're over, we at? We're over 1,500 downloads. 1,500 downloads. 1,500. Oh. What about subscribers? I don't know. Do we even have? Do we oh, have? Just wait, I, think, just, I, think, I think it's just Anthony. Are we on OnlyFans? Um, well, for, for this podcast or for other things? Well, I mean, this, no, not other things. No, yeah. Th- then then sure, we have it. I mean, if you're supplementing income somehow, I don't want to know. Well, about you got to make money somehow, right? Well, no. This podcast no. stuff isn't cheap. Yeah, yeah, I was commenting yeah. on your fancy equipment. Yeah, we, we, do, we know it's not cheap. Yeah. We know it's not cheap. So <laughs> yeah. um, for everybody out there, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone.